0: Welcome to the That's Good Sports Ooh Podcast. Now with Ooh in the name uh, because of a copyright dispute I'm currently having with myself. So just got to be safe. I am Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. here to discuss everything football related for your podcasting ears. Uh, again, we I missed another week last week. Okay. Let's just address this right up front. Uh, yeah,
1: let's let's you know let's yeah. face this
0: head on. So that's I think two podcasts I've missed in the last few weeks. Uh, this whoa, time whoa, whoa.
1: we missed the first one together.
0: Yeah, that was Thanksgiving week, right? Yeah, that's an excuse. Okay, so we we made a few in a row, and then uh, I got the flu last week and just could not get away from the toilet long enough to record a podcast
1: you get away to record like half of the podcast but a
0: full podcast Mm-mm. no no, sorry. uh you could have done it from the toilet i could have i was th- thursday was miserable that would have been the worst podcast we've ever done <laughs> that is saying something
1: <laughs> somehow i doubt that
0: you know, like those those lists where they rank the worst things of the year. Uh, yeah, we didn't make that list because they said there was just too many to choose from, so <laughs> we can't just pick one, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Anyway, how
0: was how was your Christmas? What'd you do? Well, it was good, just like the typical Christmas family stuff. Did Santa her. bring you anything? Uh, I got a new computer monitor. But since I run off of a Mac, they don't make it easily uh, accessible to set up. And even though I have about 50,000 fucking cords in that pile of what it looks like trash behind me, uh, none of them are the appropriate adapter to go HDMI into whatever holds Mac build. So I had to order a... uh, new adapter so that I can actually use it tomorrow.
1: That's absurd. It's 2019. There should really just be one wire. Maybe not, not even one wire, just magnets, all yeah. magnets as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> Everything could um, be magnetized.
1: I, I still don't know how mag, magnets work exactly. I know they explain it in like the fourth grade, but I was probably sick that day. And uh, anyway, mag, magnets are just a complete mystery to me.
0: Yeah, it's like gravity. They're basically magic. I want computers to run on magic. I think magnets are just gravity in things.
1: Yeah. Right? Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, I saw the movie Uncut Gems. Oh, is that good? Yesterday with Adam Sandler. Definitely recommend that to everyone. Yeah.
0: I was talking about that yesterday. I definitely want to see it.
1: Yeah, if you're a fan of the Sandman, if you're a fan of uh, sports gambling, if you're a fan of uh, Kevin Garnett,
0: Cameos, sports cameos. If
1: you're a fan of Mike Francesa, if you're a fan of, uh, Francesa, uh, a fan of uh, Ethiopian uh, gem mining, which I know a lot of you are, you love Uncut Gems.
0: Is this the uh, uh, sequel to Blood Diamond? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Yeah, Adam Sandler has a South African accent the whole time.
0: Oh, that would have been cool. Just yeah. unexplained. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
1: really good movie. We're not sponsored by them or anything. Um, I'm just, I'm just telling you on my own free will.
0: Yeah, and Will has good taste in movies, um, for the most part. Every now and then he'll have a, a take about <laughs> a great show like Silicon Valley. Oh uh,
1: yeah, you don't like my TV takes. My movie takes are always good. The TV
0: ones are um, oh, questionable. Oh boy, with a lot of people. I can't. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I think it's one of the best. Top five comedy sitcom shows. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna
1: have to write that list out after. Yeah,
0: season's we'll over. save that for the off season. Today, uh, NFL is wrapping up this week. We're gonna talk about the Broncos Raiders game a little bit, and who or what we kind of want the Broncos to play for there. Uh, then I've got just few NFL stats to drop on people and. The playoff picture, how that's shaping up, which games kind of matter, which teams are clenched and in. And quickly we'll go through the picks. The final season the NFL is really just a roll of the dice, whether or not the game matters or not. It's just crazy, like, looking at the NFL schedule with all the games happening on Sunday. It's like there's so much football just in one day, and a lot of it's – it's going to be meaningless, but probably, like, there will still be good football. I'm thinking We've got of, to get Sunday
1: night football game, which I think we're all excited about.
0: Yeah, uh, that's huge with Marshawn Lynch coming back now, too. Just to add a little cherry on top of that.
1: Very bizarre storyline. I guess we can get into that right now. Yeah, start um, with that. But, so, the Seahawks lost Chris Carson and C.J. Precise, I believe, both last week. Yeah. Against Arizona. And they said, hey, you know what? Instead of going out and signing a, a player that has, you know, played recently, said, Who's the best running back in Seattle history? Well, let's just go sign him. And they got Marshawn Lynch and talked him into a contract uh, for not you know not an extended period of time, literally as far as they go this season.
0: Yeah. He could he's gonna make like sixty thousand dollars just for playing this weekend. If they go it- if they get to the Super Bowl, he can earn up to like $250,000. The crazier part of this to me is they also signed Robert Turbin, who also has not played all year. Right. That was He's, weird too. And they're, they're similar in that they're these two big bulky backs. And you would have to imagine that you could find somebody maybe in more of a football shape to bring right. in. Because uh, I, I, I love Marshawn Lynch coming back just because he's always been one of the most entertaining players both on and off the field to follow. He's like a guy you root for. And, honestly, he could come back and be really good for a couple weeks and help them. Robert Turbin, I <laughs> I don't know. I feel like – That was kind of strange. There's got to be a waiver wire guy, a guy on a practice squad – I know they C. worked out C.J. Yeah. Anderson as well, but
1: uh, – It was like his new role in the NFL is just to join a, a playoff team. Yeah, and
0: help them. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, C.J. had a huge role for the Rams through last postseason. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the cool stories. But uh, Marshawn Lynch, uh, kind of crazy. Very strange.
1: Um, the 49ers were kind of making fun of that. They took a picture with uh, Jerry Rice. In the new uniforms. Um, I didn't see that. I saw that picture of Jerry Rice, and you know what? I thought he could probably go out there and catch like four passes for 43 yards.
0: He I don't think looks, so. I saw him in I saw him in the commercial with Brett Favre over the holidays, the gold bond. Yeah. I said, no, he's done. No way.
1: Based on a gold bond commercial?
0: Yep. Based on the way I saw him, uh, his, the way his hips moved on the field in the – Touch football gold bond segment. Uh, he looked did old. Did you well
1: did you get the all twenty two of that commercial? No, I'm still waiting for
0: that to drop. Yeah. Well don't yeah, you're
1: not allowed to have an opinion until until you see the all twenty two. The uh,
0: the all twenty two. It would show film. It would show all the plays that Jerry Rice was open and his young, dumb quarterback hadn't gotten to his read yet, so he missed him. That's right.
1: Yeah. So don't judge until you watch. Right. So saying. but
0: the, it's the 49ers Seahawks who do play Sunday night, and that determines the division winner, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll get into that with the playoff stuff. Um, what I want to talk about, Will, is because I I was working on like the Broncos Raiders episode, which I'll share with you when we're done here, because I didn't like predicting like the last game. Is always silly when the one team doesn't have to go to the playoffs. I was like, what do we talk about here? And then I saw Nick Kendall tweet out from uh, Mile High Huddle that if the Broncos win, they could drop from the 11th pick down to the 17th pick. And right now the Raiders have the 14th and 18th pick, but technically can still make the playoffs. They have to win this game to have a chance. Um, But then I started thinking about, how much dropping from 11 to 17 would affect the Broncos. And as much as I think any Broncos fan always wants to see them beat the Raiders, are you okay if they lose this game? What do you want to happen? I guess is my question.
1: Uh, I would not be okay if they lost by significant margin, but if they ended up losing late, like on a last second field goal, I'd be okay with it. I want them to win though. And just because, You know they could drop to 17 with a win. Doesn't mean they will. That's there's never
0: been a good player drafted at 17 though.
1: That's a good point. (laughs) I mean, the last time they beat the Raiders in a meaningless last game of the season was 2016. That was the Kubiak. Yeah, and they ended up falling into position to take Garrett Bowles. (laughs) So, do we learn from history? What do they? Uh, the point? No, goals? that's not the point, though. The point is you still have to take the right player because a better tackle was on the board there. Yeah, that's they very just true. They pick the wrong one. It's not really about where you pick because there's always going to be a better player. Uh, if you pick the wrong guy, there's always going to be someone you could have taken that's much better a couple picks behind. So it's really not about draft position uh, quite as much after you know the top ten. It starts to get a little bit watered down. Um, it's about how good is your draft board, regardless of where you yeah, are. Yeah.
0: Well, and I mean I think the bigger consequence there is you don't just drop seven spots, you drop seven spots in every round of the draft, right? Until shit gets like all watered down in the last two yeah. or three rounds with the compensatory. But then picks it's and even more of a shit longer, or, the lower yeah. you go. So it's like it's one of those things where yeah, I, I it definitely needs to be competitive, and I think it will be. There's no reason like after the you know the way the Broncos played the Lions, I fully expect them to actually win this game. Um, but if they lose, you have to feel okay knowing they do get that that higher spot, and that could like like you said, you have to take the right player. But it, I don't know, depending on how everything else shakes out, that I don't know, it could be the difference between. Uh, A top type corner player and a, I don't know, a lineman, I guess. It could be, but you never know. And I, we'll never,
1: we won't find out until, you know, four years down the road, which is okay with me. But I want to talk about the things that actually matter about the draft. And the one thing that matters about the draft this week as it relates to this game is the Oakland Raiders passed four separate times on Drew Locke. (laughs) <laughs> Not just three, because they had three first-round picks, but they also had the pick directly ahead of the Broncos.
0: Oh, that's right before they took um, Riser well, and took, Locke. Yeah, they
1: took Riser and then they took Locke after.
0: So the Broncos so, passed on Locke twice.
1: Yeah, I know everybody thinks that it was actually uh, would have been better to take Drew Locke um, in the first round. Even though that, even though he was there in the
0: second round, saves them saves them some serious QB cash. The Broncos are now in their Super Bowl window, right, where you can stack your team with all the expensive skill players and good players while you underpay your quarterback.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: But since he's the second round, they don't get the fifth year option. So Maybe not. Mm, that's why what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson so smart. Well, First that's what they tried to do.
1: That's what they tried to do with Paxton Lynch. Too. They traded back into the first round instead of waiting until the second
0: round. Yeah. But my so, favorite thing is when... Just uh, find the
1: good player and then figure it out later.
0: When, Because like, everybody likes to talk about um, the 2018 draft, what was the biggest regret or whatever. And if you bring up Lamar Jackson, my favorite thing is when somebody says, well, the Ravens passed on him too. The Ravens passed on Lamar Jackson too.
1: Yeah, well, they got another first-rounder. Well, not that he was a great player, but if you can pass on him and still get him in the first round, then you should. That's how the draft works. You should try to get as much value as possible.
0: And the Ravens weren't even 100% sure they were going to take a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Like, in the first round, obviously, but at all. Like, they were, you know, like, we should start thinking about a quarterback. Uh, And then nobody took Lamar Jackson – and they're like, yeah, let's go back and get this guy. So it's, uh, I don't know, just taking a little bit of a breather through Christmas because I didn't do videos for Christmas Eve and Christmas. Just watching some, reading some of the takes on Twitter was quite entertaining. Everybody's it's, hindsight takes. takes
1: to keep us warm this winter. Yes. They've been hot enough to, uh, to keep us nice and warm this um, winter
0: season. What Anything got, else you're going to be watching from the, for this Broncos-Raiders game on Sunday? Phillip Lindsay, 42 rushing yards away from 1,000. Uh, I think he'll get that. I think he'll um, get it.
1: Still, I wanna see,
0: yeah. still zero fumbles for Philip Lindsay in his NFL career. He got kind of close last week.
1: Put but the ball on the ground at the end of the game, but his knee was down. So, <laughs> hey, zero, zero.
0: For a small guy, I think that's impressive.
1: I think it's very impressive, and I I hope it doesn't change this week. Do
0: you think – yeah, go ahead. Having bigger muscles uh, makes you a little more prone to fumbles?
1: I think so, because there's not as much uh, give. I think you're absolutely right.
0: More uh, odd points of contact hitting the ball? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, what were you going to say? Obviously something more important than my my muscle take. I I don't know
1: about that. Um, I was going to say, how do they adjust from the first game? Because the Broncos got really outcoached in week one. And the Raiders offense was basically running one or two step drops, getting the ball out as soon as possible. And that was with Bradley Chubb, too. So now they don't have Bradley Chubb. How are they going to get that pass rush? Um, Are they going to negate those quick throws in any way? Um, Isaac Adam is not as big of a part of the defense as he was in week one. Uh, Actually, they still don't but, have a way to cover Darren Waller, really, but they got to figure that out. Probably aren't playing against Josh Jacobs uh, as far as I know, and he was a big factor
0: in that in that first game too. Um, no, I think Jacobs might play this weekend. Oh, uh, son of a bitch. He still has a broken shoulder. He had an inf- infection in his knee that he had surgery-, surgery on this week. Um, but it said it don't. shouldn't affect his playing status Sunday, but I was like, <laughs> does that mean because he's – not playing. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, he's a he's the kind of guy I think every coach just dreams about having on their team. Oh, you'll you'll play through all of the injuries and still be good. Yeah, that's that's the guy we want. Oh, uh, well, they took
1: him ahead of Drew Lock, so.
0: But not to uh, you know point out your flaw, Isaac Yadam has been playing more recently.
1: Yeah, no, he just hasn't been like the number two corner. Like He's the been, pure number two corner.
0: Yeah, they're using him more. He's been playing better. But he was, that first week, or that first game, it was just after a couple plays, you're like, why are they not fixing this? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just I still thought Bryce Callahan might play. Yeah. I Bryce think that, Callahan was literally warming up on the field, testing to see whether he was going to play or not. And little did we know, never. he would never set foot on the field again.
0: That was it. I think the Raiders peaked week one, actually. Yeah, I think this so. Year. And I don't even – I'm not even saying that to be a dick. It was probably <laughs> their best team. game. Um, and they've played some good games, but I don't think they're a good team yet. Um, so,
1: they could be out of it by the time this game starts. Yeah, right? their,
0: their secondary is bad. I think that will be the difference is the Broncos are actually going to throw the ball against Oakland. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, they threw the ball pretty well against them. Uh, week one, they just screwed up in the red zone. Um, Deshaun Hamilton, who just had his best game uh, as a you know as an NFL player, dropped that touchdown in week one. Oh, that's right. He kind of screwed up in the red zone. Uh, missed a sixty something yard kick. On oh the yeah, sixty
0: four yarder. Something 64, like that. Sixty? Yes, yeah, 64, 63, I think. And um,
1: but what, what I was gonna say is. There are playoff implications right now for the Raiders if a, th- if a couple things go right. But by the time they kick off... They'll know already. They, they will already know whether... Because it might not mean anything. Because they need... Um, shit, let's see. They need they the have- Titans to lose. They need the they need- Texans to lose.
0: Nah, Texans play the Titans.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> they need the Titans to lose. They need
0: the Titans and the Steelers to lose. And they need the Colts. The to Colts to win. Win. And I'm guessing, yeah. So the Jags to lose. Something like that. So
1: they need three, three outcomes to go their way. Um, it's going to be tough. They got three out. It, my best case scenario for that is they lose, or they get all three of those outcomes to go their way, and then they still lose to the Broncos. <laughs> so they have the chance, and then they lose? Yeah. Fair enough. I could root for that. I think that's the most hilarious outcome, typically.
0: Um, Other things to watch for Sunday. Jameis Winston needs seven interceptions to tie Benny Testaverde's single-season record of 35 picks. It's really impressive. It's really impressive. And I believe he can do it. I (laughs) want to believe Jameis Winston can do this.
1: You know Uh, what? Probably.
0: Would you? If you're Tampa Bay – you bring you bring him back, Will? No, no. Good. I just God, the fact that I was making sure that I wanted to continue having uh, you help me in 2020. Yeah, that was my
1: job. That was my job interview. That was a test, and you passed. And they're probably going to too. Oh, which God. Bad idea. What do they think? He's just going to become like. The guy who passes for 30 touchdowns and, and 5,000 yards but just stops throwing interceptions somehow.
0: Yeah, limits his interceptions to under 10.
1: To yeah. 10. But let's, yeah, okay, good luck. 15 um, to 15 picks. That's uh, an MVP candidate if he does that, but he's going to be the first guy with two interceptions to join the 30-30 club. He's going to form the 30-30 club. <laughs> he's going to be the founding member. And 30 picks and 30 INTs. The way the NFL is going, I don't think CDs. we'll see that again because people just don't throw that many interceptions now. No. As they used to.
0: Well, Aaron Rodgers has two this season. <laughs> uh, absurd. Then you've got like Breeze and Lamar Jackson and Kirk Cousins all have like four or five. It's crazy. Just so many safer passes. And then the longer you're, you're in the league, you just – you know the coverages. You know where to go. Um, and Jameis Winston's never going to learn that. So. Nope.
1: No, so he's you know he makes for very entertaining football, but um, yeah,
0: it's they, they've turned into a fun team to watch because he's insanely unpredictable. But it's okay. Though um, so we don't need him to be. Uh, if if I'm running a team, I don't want
1: him to be uh, my quarterback for
0: no. Fuck no. Several reasons. Yeah. First anyway, of which- um,
1: speaking of, like, these yard markers, Carson Wentz is 250 yards away. Um, so the Eagles are the only team that don't have a 4,000-yard passer in their history. You th- you would have thought, you know, maybe Donovan McNabb would have done it. Yeah. Uh, Ron Jaworski, maybe even Michael Vick that season. You might have even thought Carson Wentz uh, had done it back in 2017. But, of course, he missed the last two and a half games. Um, so he probably would have uh, – had he stayed healthy, probably should have been MVP that season too. But if you can do that, which you know it's not certain, 250 yards is still a little bit. Um, although it's it's against a pretty bad defense in the Giants. However, if you can do that, the only team that will never have a, that has never had a 4,000 yard passer will be the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears which sounds about right. But also, Jay Cutler had 4,000 yards passing in his second year starting with the Broncos and never did it with the Bears, which is interesting to me.
0: He needed Mike Shanahan. That's what he needed. He did. He never got him. Nope. He uh... – well, he got him for a little bit.
1: Well, how – yeah, how much, does, uh, how much does Mitch Trubisky need to hit 4,000 this
0: week? <laughs> Do you think Mitch Trubisky Let's could ever out. be a 4,000-yard passer? I think he could, potentially. I think most anybody could. Uh, <laughs> Trubisky needs 1,069 passing yards Sunday to get 4,000.
1: Okay, well, maybe it goes into overtime.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, what really hurt I Trubisky was – uh. If you hadn't been injured. When he played the Vikings, yeah, and only got nine passing yards. That one's tough, yeah. Then he got hurt. Against the Broncos, Trubisky only had 120 passing yards. The Broncos held him to his lowest passing day besides that Vikings game. That game still pisses me off. I should have won. Yeah. That was a –
1: That was a tough one. It feels like such a long time ago. I know. But the sad part of the season – Although we want – you know, I'll try to spin it in a a positive light. Um, They should have won two or three of those games, definitely, and the record would be flipped. Yeah. However, if they do win those games, there's a chance Joe Flacco is still the quarterback, and no one wants that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you got to take the the shit to get the gold is what they say. Right. And I don't even think Joe Flacco wants that at this point. No. Do you think – you think they're gonna just release Flacco this offseason?
1: I don't know, because if you're gonna pay him that much money, you know, he's a serviceable
0: backup, I assume. I feel really good about Joe Flacco being my backup quarterback. I would too, yeah. But like he can come in and win you any game if you, you know, gotten to a spot where, you know, Drew Lock got a or yeah, Drew Locke got a concussion or something like that. So I hope they keep him, but I think they can free like 10 million in cap space or some shit, even though they take a big cap hit. Uh, that'll actually be interesting to see what they do. I don't feel I'll bad trust, about –
1: I'll trust the nerds to
0: figure that one out for me. All right, so now we have playoffs to discuss. Uh, AFC, less interesting than NFC playoffs. But I'll just run through what I wrote down here, and then we can you can add any sort of like intelligent thoughts you have. Um, they might not be intelligent. If they're not intelligent, then just uh, thoughts. Make something up. Make something up that's completely false and we'll pitch as a true narrative for okay. as long as until somebody calls us out. Yeah. All right. So, Ravens locked in. We know that. Uh, Patriots, if they win, they clinch that number two seed, but their Super Bowl chances only 13.73%. That gets me a little hard. Kansas City Chiefs, they could fall to number four. They currently have the third seed. They could fall to four with a loss and a Texans win or to two with a win and the Patriots loss. If KC wins in the morning, though, Houston is locked at four. So Houston will know their fate by the time they play in the afternoon. And the Steelers need the Texans to beat the Titans to have a chance to get in. And if Houston doesn't have anything to play for. I would assume Tennessee wins that game. Uh, Although, I don't know. Yeah, Tennessee will need to win it. Uh, Texans pretty safe at four. Bills locked in at number five no matter what happens. And then you have the Titans as the sixth seed. With the only possibility of the Steelers or Raiders getting that sixth seed if Tennessee loses... And, uh, like I said, the Steelers need the Texans uh, to want to play for that game. So- All
1: I really have to add to that, and this is a very intelligent thought, by the way, <laughs> please do not let the Steelers into the playoffs. Jesus Christ, they're no. an unwatchable team. Yeah, uh, it's uh, – I, I can't imagine sitting through a wild card game with, uh, like, them switching back and forth between Devlin Hodges – and Mason Rudolph the whole time.
0: Rudolph's on IR. <laughs>
1: Rudolph's on IR. You
0: can't. Uh, whatever even go Paxton to Lynch
1: then. Even is better. That,
0: oh shit. Is does that put Lynch as their backup?
1: Yeah, he's their backup right now.
0: Oh. I forgot about that. Holy shit. That actually makes me want Devlin Hodges to get hurt in a victory for the Steelers, so Paxton Lynch has to start a fucking playoff game. And then I sort of would want to see him win.
1: <laughs> and, of course, it would be – in somehow it's always in Houston, and you know very well that it's going to be that Saturday uh, uh, 1 p.m. game.
0: Wow. See, in, in – you're not knowing Rudolph was on IR, so just another mistake you made, Will. <laughs> uh, you taught me, though, that you reminded me Yeah, Paxton Lynch is on their roster. Okay, gotta, but if,
1: we, if you're a fan of, like, actually watching good football – you would want to see the Tennessee Titans in there because the Titans played, I think, really well against the Saints and yeah. to be in based on the way that they've played since uh, they changed quarterbacks.
0: Oh, yes, it is. Paxton. They're a fun team to watch too. No, I'm – dude, the Titans – if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, you should be really excited about your team because I yeah. think they can – outside of the – I mean, I actually think Tennessee could beat the Ravens Uh, But the Ravens are just kind of on another level right now, I feel like, compared to everybody else in the AFC. But Tennessee can beat any team in the playoffs. Um, I
1: don't know about that. I think they could beat the Texans in round one, and then I think they would.
0: I think they could beat the Bills. I think they could beat the Chiefs. I think they could beat the the Texans. And I think they could beat the Patriots.
1: I don't think they're going to play the Bills. Uh, They will play the Texans if they get in, most likely.
0: No, I think they play the – They could play the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, yeah, they could play.
1: I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose to the Chargers, though.
0: But if the Chiefs are the three seed, then they play the six seed. So, I think the Chiefs and Titans have the most likely matchup for round one.
1: No, it would be the, um, wait. Yeah, four and five play.
0: You're right, you're right. No, I'm sorry. Right now it would be Chiefs, Titans, Texans, Bills.
1: That's right, yeah, the Bills would go to Houston. Um Bill's Houston always an entertaining playoff matchup. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited to see. You know, these are the teams I wanted to see in the playoffs. You know, the Bills and the Titans teams aren't normally there. Get the Steelers out of there. We've seen too much of them.
0: Yeah, you don't want to see the Steelers there. Titans deserve to be in. Uh, they do. They really do. Ryan Tannehill's been a great story. AJ Green is. Every time I watch AJ Green, it's just like that dude is a fucking monster at receiver. A.J. Brown. Yeah, sorry, A.J. Brown. Uh, the Titans are going to sign A.J. Green. This they, should, yeah, they should
1: sign for A.J. Green right now somehow.
0: They need to get all the A.J.'s. Um, yeah. A.J. Brown, sorry. A.J. Yeah, and Feely. Derek Henry. Uh, I think, because he was injured, I think he should be back for this weekend. But
1: Let's hope Titans so.
0: could spoil somebody's playoff dreams for sure. And Absolutely. I don't know if they can beat the Chiefs in the wildcard round, but – Like, if you're the Titans and you beat Kansas City, I think that does, like, a ton for your confidence and momentum heading into whoever you play next. But the Titans already beat the Chiefs once in the playoffs with Marcus Mariota. They did. Yeah,
1: they beat them in the playoffs a couple years ago. They beat them in the regular season this year.
0: Where Marcus Mariota had one of the most impressive playoff plays you will ever see.
1: Yes, threw a touchdown to himself. Yeah. Only in Arrowhead in the playoffs (laughs) could that happen.
0: That was pretty glorious. Uh who do you think, if they win round one, because I feel like the Texans and the Titans could both potentially win their first game and then lose in a horrible fashion the next time. And I say see- that just because the Titans have kind of, as good as they've looked at times this season, they've also looked pretty bad. they um, definitely got a ceiling, I think, this year. And the Texans, just historically, if they – are lucky enough to win their first game, they just really shit the bed in their second game. And I think the Titan or the Texans are the weakest team in terms of I don't trust their offensive line. I don't trust their entire defense. If Deshaun Watson's not playing like great football, they're not gonna win. Like, I don't know. Right,
1: yeah. No, I don't have a ton of confidence. I think um I think the AFC championship will be uh, two of the Ravens, Patriots, or Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I think it's in, in that sort of wheelhouse. I'm hoping for some surprise. I'm hoping for a, a Patriots loss. That would be nice. Yeah, no, I'd be fine with the Ravens going. You, yeah, I think the Ravens will go to the Super Bowl, but... Uh, they just You seem- never know,
1: though, too, because you know they look great in the regular season to finish it out last year, and then... The Chargers just figured out Lamar Jackson, thoroughly figured him out in that playoff game.
0: Yeah, for one one week.
1: Yeah, and that's all it takes. I don't know you know, people say that like, oh, just wait till the playoffs gets harder. It's like, well, you know, there's only a week to prepare. There's the same amount of time to prepare between a playoff game and a regular season game. Unless you're Bill really Belichick. Know changes. You
0: know he's already just game planning the, the Ravens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He knows um okay so that's what's going on to get to the afc playoff nfc playoffs uh all right right now it's 49ers at one packers two saints three eagles four seahawks five vikings six now the 49ers if they lose could drop them down to the fifth seed their super bowl percentage uh, is 15.16, second best, actually, in the NFC. Packers, uh, if they win and the Niners lose, Green Bay gets the top seed. They really kind of just snuck into that spot. It almost they really, like,
1: They've done it in the least impressive yeah. fashion, I think, ever.
0: And for, I mean, having a rookie head coach, it's impressive. It feels like, yeah. you know, a season under his belt, they should be good next year, too. Saints have the best chance to win the Super Bowl at 15.43. They got to win. Uh, Sean Payton said he's not resting his starters. Um, they seem – oh, man. The NFC's got like – those top three teams are all really good. The Packers may be the weakest there, but they keep winning games. They're just doing it in ways we're not used to seeing the Packers yeah, I could
1: do it. Yeah, I could see them sleepily getting to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it's <clears> – <throat> Their defense has just played pretty good football. Right. And they just haven't scored like a ton of points every week like people got used to seeing with Aaron Rodgers. So I feel like that's why people don't think they're as good of a team as they are, but they're pretty solid fucking football They know team. how to win. Yeah. And, and then, they just don't, they
1: kind of play, I don't know, they got blown out by the 49ers. And I think that kind of played into that narrative that they don't deserve to be there. Um, but right. if they get the one seed, look, I, they, I think they should be favored in every home playoff game.
0: Yeah, agree. Uh, Lambeau Field—that's a great home field to have in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then the Eagles are at four right now. They just have to beat the Giants.
1: I'd rather see the Eagles than the than the Cowboys. I think you know that.
0: Oh, of course. Like I like Philadelphia. I just don't think they're a good football team.
1: And. And I want to see Wentz get a playoff start. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz he deserves it <laughs> an underrated quarterback yes doing a lot with very little this year nothing um sign A.J. Green so they have to beat the Giants which is not a guarantee and the Cowboys have to win if the Cow you know if the Eagles and the Cowboys both lose the Eagles still go to the playoffs but that might be the funniest scenario to see this weekend
1: yeah, no, the Giants game is not a given whatsoever. Daniel Jones has been quietly, uh, like, possibly rookie of the year. Um, yeah, I mean he's had a, so a couple of good candidates, but he's thrown uh, three games with four or more touchdowns. Yeah, this yeah, five last week, right? Yeah, five touchdowns, no interceptions. If he didn't fumble like one out of every three times he touched the ball, yeah, that was he kind his of big thing. Up, but. Uh, no, he's been really – he's gone a long way from being the most ridiculed pick in recent memory to – Looking like they got their guy. <laughs> yeah, and people are so quick to forget how much they jumped on the Giants for that pick. And it was a probably not a good pick still in hindsight because you could have gotten, I don't know, Josh Allen there and then waited till your second pick and still got Daniel Jones. But if Dave Gettleman, uh, what he said was true, which I don't – you know how would I know um, that someone would have taken him before that second pick? Then yeah, I guess you gotta you gotta get your guy. Well, you know you can if you think that. Because where you did know, they have pick? Have that strong yeah. convictions.
0: Did they pick like fifteen or sixteen or something like that again? Yeah, yeah.
1: It was like the middle, the very middle of the first round. They took uh, Dexter Lawrence.
0: Right. I believe. Who's, who's been decent for them too, but. Um, I mean, with Washington picking before was it or after you, right? Washington picked at fourteen with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, they could have easily t- taken Daniel Jones. They could have. Who knows? It, they like. We don't yeah. know. That was true. I, I Kyler, don't know. Yeah, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, and then Drew Locke was the next quarterback to go in the second round.
1: Yeah. Well, let's just put it like this: they all passed on Drew Locke.
0: They all. <laughs> Just feed all the people who passed on Drew Locke. Uh, That's right. I was listening to Drew Locke talk today, and it just makes me like him more. He's so fucking cool, man. He's so cool. They're asking him like they asked him like some dumb question about being a gunslinger, and he's like, "Look, I, I go like I call myself a gunslinger, but I'm not going out there to force gunslinger type throws. Like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do what the defense gives me if they are." you know, uh, based on their, their formation, if they're, if I got to check down and do, you know, 10, 12 play 80 yard drives that take off seven minutes, like that's what we're going to do. Like I want to go out there and throw the ball. That's in my nature, but I'm not trying to force some bullshit narrative question. You're asking me It's basically like what he was saying and he did it in a really nice way and it made him sound football intelligent and I was like, fuck, we got our guy.
1: He's basically like Baker. Like he's how as confident as people think Baker Mayfield is without like all the insecurity that Baker Mayfield has
0: too. Yeah. I'm Baker Mayfield. If I were a quarterback, I would be a lot like Baker Mayfield.
1: <laughs>
0: was really defensive at all times. Really defensive. Very insecure about my kind of, kind of a Joe my... Pesci
1: type of complex.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the way we were, my, my cousin and I were talking about Drew Locke, he's like Jay Cutler but with a, a great attitude.
1: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I said a few weeks ago in that Texans game. It's like this is answering the age-old question of what if Jay Cutler cared.
0: Yeah, it's Drew Locke. You got it's him. Drew
1: Locke, baby. Uh,
0: anyway, we got off track here. Seahawks at five. Again, yep. like could, we said. Could
1: jump to two. jump to one. Could they jump to one?
0: Uh, because they have four losses sorry no they can't jump to one they can jump to two i don't yeah i don't know what happens if the packers and 49ers lose with the seahawks Uh, and then vikings are locked in at six
1: so congrats zero and nine on monday night football yeah that was uh you've done it you've really done it
0: i watched the least amount of that game of any monday night game i have this season
1: yeah, probably the same. Yeah. I was no trying case. to. You know what's going to happen. What? When when Kirk Cousins oh. steps on the field on Monday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I thought you had a you were going with there with with something else. Um, oh no. I was running errands uh, Monday night. My wife and I went to dinner, and so I was getting over the flu. Right. Well. jillies And uh, no, we went to this place called Lazy Dog and oh. uh
1: is it a brewery it sounds like a brewery
0: no well there is a lazy dog brewery in boulder but this is a different lazy it's just a it's oh. like a bar restaurant uh it's like a fancy Chili's, and actually the people okay. next to
1: us i this,
0: uh reject
1: that uh premise oh it's it's fancy because chili's. chili's is fancies is fancy chili's is fancy
0: like man, if you could imagine Chili's getting any fancier, that's what Lazy Lazy Dog is.
1: I'm I'm sweating thinking about it. <laughs> anyway, your, your brain works slower. Like the two after like Christmas Eve and Christmas, just, oh, just yeah, shoveling food and beer into your mouth. Uh, it's a it's a miracle that we made it <laughs> to, to this far into the podcast. This, yeah, this far in the show. Um, I'm sorry for the terrible product that you're getting. Yeah. Let me
0: finish my story though, okay? <laughs> you have to I'm hear at, Brandon's stories. I'm, out at, I'm, I'm at Lazy Dog. And this is my first, probably like big meal after the flu. Mm-hmm. First time I left the house after the flu. And we're getting ready to leave and my stomach starts rumbling. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good when I get home. And then we're driving to, you know, go run an errand or two. And uh, I was like, I can't make it home <laughs> and we are going to go to the store and my wife's like i don't think they have a bathroom in there and i was like what about down here she's like bed bath and beyond has a, a bathroom i know that
1: it's literally bath and be- so it's in the, it's in the name
0: yeah. we we of course get behind like some slow ass car trying to park i finally i get in the spot i run hold on the can bathroom. i can i
1: guess where this is going really quick yeah go for it you uh I had diarrhea in one of the display toilets at Bed Bath & Beyond.
0: If Bed Bath & Beyond is still in business, I will be very surprised. <laughs> oh, I God. nearly, and I ne- I, I'm not even like trying to exaggerate for the purpose of telling you a disgusting story. I nearly shit on the floor in the <laughs> bathroom at Bed Bath & Beyond. I was trying to get like at least a, a piece of toilet paper down on that toilet, the public toilet seat. <laughs> And I, I almost didn't make it, and it was literally the most disgusting thing that has ever come out of my body. Happened at Bed Bath and Beyond. I have kind of a
1: similar story that happened a few months ago, where my friends and I went to go check out like this new fried chicken place that had just opened, and I was oh, like, yeah. I was coming off of like eating really healthy for a while, and oh yeah, my body was just not. Yeah. And, I had not and about 20 minutes in, I'm like, all right, I need to go to the bathroom immediately. And of course the one bathroom is like right next to the cashier. Uh, so like she sees me go in and long story short, I was in there for about 30 minutes uh, <laughs> just praying for death, praying for death. I was, you know, worrying whether it was going to come out of both ends, honestly. Oh man, uh, the that's lights were spot. flickering on and off. Uh, I, you know, it's a miracle I'm still I'm still with us. But um and now, now you've been one's... on
0: your your 20th date with that cashier.
1: That's right. That would have been. That's a right. I her. I came out and I shook her hand and I said, "Whoops, I forgot to walk." <laughs> and that's when. No, you... but it's tough. Like walking in and the same person's on their shift. Still. Oh yeah,
0: I didn't. I didn't have that. Nobody yeah, saw me. Mine was discreet, but uh, that's why I started this podcast was to share mm-hmm. a, and that was actually the third time during the flu I nearly shit my pants. Yeah, I think uh, that's a
1: you know it's a good excuse.
0: It is. You I, can
1: you can do that if you're, well you're you know technic- technically
0: you're you know you're ill. I'm I'm just waiting like after we post this COVID episode, disease. somebody will put in the time code of like. 42 minutes in. Brandon and Will talk about diarrhea for three minutes. Skip to 4809. <laughs> Skip. Okay, we'll finish this up now. Okay, wild card projections right now. Yeah. Titans, Chiefs, Bills, Texans. Will and I figured that out, uh, even though I wrote it down. I didn't realize. NFC is Vikings at Saints, Seahawks at Cowboys. If everything stays the same. Uh oh man, since we missed the picks last week. Wait, it'd be Seahawks and Eagles. Oh yeah. Why is it Cowboys? Oh uh, they're they're projecting the Eagles. Those idiots. Get
1: this. Get the fuck. The fucking Cowboys always
0: find a way to sneak in. See this is yeah, a wild card projection. They're projecting that the Eagles will lose and the Cowboys will win. Don't do that to me. No. All right. We've got.
1: Just fucking win, Philadelphia, please, for the love of all that is. If the Cowboys were in the playoffs, having to sit through a wild card game with the goddamn Cowboys would be an insult to all of us and an affront to God himself.
0: A big one. A big affront.
1: An affront.
0: Um, you want to do these picks?
1: Yeah, let's roll through them real quick.
0: This is a big one. It's going to deter- yeah. help the deter- Well, don't we're going to go through the playoffs. Think don't think about it. All right. We've got Packers-Lions. Uh, I think this is pretty I'll take the Packers. safe to say. I will also take the Packers.
1: Matt, Jets. Patricia,
0: you think he's back next year? Yes. Didn't they already say he's back? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, Jets versus Bills. So mm-hmm. this is interesting. I'm going to take the Bills, though.
0: Yeah, even though they don't have anything to play for, I'll take the bills, uh, Adam Gase can keep talking about how much money he makes, and yeah with his just burner fuck off somewhere. Uh, Dolphins versus Patriots. I think we'll both take the Patriots there. Mm. I'm only taking the Patriots. Right: right. To stay competitive with these uh, season pick totals, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan FitzMagic goes in and gets a W.
1: Interesting. Bears versus Vikings. I'll take
0: the Bears. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to take that, too, because the Vikings don't have it. anything. They don't have anything to play for.
1: I always, It's always hilarious when a team has, like, not <laughs> really earned the right to, like – I mean, they've earned the right te- technically to pull their starters, but they're still, like, kind of a shitty team, and they still pull their starters in the last week. It's like you guys—you guys have done well. You got us this nine and seven record. Now take a well-deserved rest.
0: <laughs> take the week off, boys. I'll see. I'll
1: see you, boys, in the wild card round. We're down thirty-five to
0: ten. None of you are getting better uh, at football by playing nope. this week.
1: <laughs> uh, Chargers at Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs. I will too. Browns at Bengals. Uh, the Bengals also have nothing to play for because they wrapped up. Uh, The number one pick in very uh, thrilling fashion, I might add.
0: Yeah, the two best games last week were (laughs) the shit bowls. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: let's give it to the Bengals.
0: I'm going to take the Browns.
1: Okay, good call. Saints at Panthers, I think uh, I will be taking the Saints. Will Greer, not a very good debut. Oh,
0: no, he did not have a good debut at all. Uh, Yeah, I'll take Saints too.
1: Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Falcons have really come on at the end of the season, so much so that chance they could keep Dan Quinn. Do you think that's good?
0: I think so.
1: <laughs> that's a team that's just really reliant on their offensive coordinator, more so than their head coach, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the reason they're winning again is because the offense has been better. Uh, Yeah, that's a tough – like, I feel like he's not a bad coach, and he's the kind of guy you just hang around with and let him get you back to a Super Bowl maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But I'm going to take Atlanta.
1: I'll take Atlanta as well. All right, Colts at Jaguars. Colts played really well last week. Got two punt return touchdowns from Naheem Hines. Jaguars lost to the Falcons on the road. Uh, the Colt, if the Colts win this game um, – wait, hold on a second. The Colts win, that helps the Raiders. Oh, right. I think. I believe. So that's really the only implication from this
0: game. How, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. They're just a better team. Uh, yeah, damn it. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I like when the Jags wear their teal pants. I think I that's a nice look. Those are pretty fresh. Yeah, I liked I liked that. That stood out to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eagles at the Giants. New York Giants. The I most think. significant, insignificant game of the week. I'll take the Eagles. Yeah, I, I think Philly will. They have everything to lose, so. Uh, I don't know. It's tough, though. I mean, Barkley and yeah, Daniel Jones six, coming off their career well. games. Darius Slayton, solid receiver the Giants found. I'll take the Giants in an upset. I'm switching. Okay. I'm to switch.
1: He's switching. What do I got? Cardinals go versus Rams. Cardinals uh, put it on the Seahawks last week.
0: Yeah, and they could finish the season on a three-game win streak. Yeah, and I think they will going Cardinals. I'm going to take the Rams.
1: Steelers versus the Ravens. Important thing to note is Lamar Jackson will not play. Earl Thomas will not play. Uh, Brandon Williams will not play. And Marshall Yonda will also not play.
0: What about Ingram? I don't think he's playing. Yeah, because he got hurt. I don't know. uh, I would like an update on that, actually. I'm still going to take the Ravens, though. (laughs) Yeah, God. Fuck. Ah, uh, the Steelers don't have a quarterback. I know, but the rest of their team is pretty good. Their defense is good. I'll take the Steelers. They're gonna stop RG three. I think so. The big RG three game. Okay. Uh Titans versus Texans. I'm just going. I'm just going here. I'm going. Uh, Titans. Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans, too, because there's a good chance the Texans won't need to try. Raiders, Broncos. Take take, the Broncos. I will take the Broncos as well. Washington R-Words
1: versus the Dallas (laughs) C-Words.
0: God. Uh, I think the Cowboys win. Yeah, I did too. Ah, no. Yeah. We just yeah. put we just put the Cowboys in the playoffs by our picks. You did. I oh, did. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And then 49ers Seahawks. Uh, Give me the Seahawks. Mm.
1: i do not rooting for them, but yeah, still give me the Seahawks.
0: I want to take the 49ers. That'll be a good game.
1: I think yeah, I'm excited on, for I'm, Sunday Night Football. I'm to watch that one.
0: Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do su- Sunday. I don't, there's no way I'm recapping all those games. Uh, we'll find the important uh, ones. Yeah, it'll be up, There'll be a video up Monday about something that of video. happened.
1: The tour of Bed Bath and Beyond, maybe.
0: Yeah, part two. I'll go back <laughs> with the documentary crew and re- mm-hmm. retell, reenact the experience. Be little like placards with like numbers on them.
1: Denoting each each crime scene.
0: Yeah, it was like I I literally thought about Dumb and Dumber when I was on that toilet. Oh god. (laughs) And that's how we will end
1: today's episode. Yep, with Seabass from Dumb and Dumber attempting
0: to have sex. Not that scene. The other bathroom scene. Other bathroom where uh, Harry is at uh, uh, Mary's house after Lloyd gives him all the laxative. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't almost get sexually assaulted by Mary a truck from <laughs> Mary from there's something
1: about Mary. All right. I think nah. you're confusing movies now. The scene, you're, the scene where Ben Stiller accidentally zips up his, his cock and balls, yes.
0: No, the woman's name was Mary in Dumb and Dumber. All right, it's been a good season. Okay. <laughs> See you guys uh what's next thursday yeah, yeah. that'll next be our thursday. first episode in 2020 fuck oh, that's uh yeah is that new year's day yeah
1: you're gonna get a hungover both of us probably yeah
0: it'll be will we'll have to record in the afternoon late. even
1: better than this one
0: yeah <laughs> all right bye